There we go. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, if you only knew, oh my gosh. I'm glad that there's not an audience out here because. Yeah. I have a reputation being very conservative. Oh, well, you are. Mr. Conservative. Hi, guys. <laughs> Sandy Hubert here. Welcome to the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. And this is our 49th episode. And today, Mark and I are going to welcome our special guest, Michael Addison from First United Mortgage Group here in Dallas. And we're going to do a deep dive into financing and financials and all the stuff to do with mortgages here in just a few minutes. But first, before we get into that, let's catch up with Mark, find out what's going on in this real estate business. Uh, it's actually pretty good. I'm, I'm surprised. Of course, we have a short month for February, so that takes away a couple of... Mm -hmm. Well, not quite as short. It's leap year. Right, right. You got an extra day, dude, I to know. get all that stuff I done. Know. Uh, so, but I'm very <laughs> encouraged. Uh, we had good inventory from January, good closing month in January. Did you? And February, uh, order count is actually better than what I anticipated. Mm -hmm. uh, revenue is really good as well. And commercials kind of re-engaged, so we're We've got some nice commercial deals closing on top of our residential. What's hot in commercial in Dallas right now? Well, there's a lot of land exchanging uh, hands, uh, particularly up in North Collin County. Mm -hmm. That side, retail's good, industrial's good, multifamily's a little bit tenuous. Mm -hmm. Office building's gonna be the disaster zone uh, because of occupancy Because they're just sitting there. They've got a bunch of debt uh, coming due in the next 12 to 18 months in the Metroplex. I think somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 billion in debt. So wow. <clears throat> there's some challenges on that side of it, but, but well, overall- they turn all that stuff into multi- Well, they, no, they won't. They'll, they'll have um, capital sitting on the sideline. As soon as they mark asset down, they'll come in with cash and buy it and scoop it up. Wow. That's what they do every cycle. So, so anyhow, overall, really good. We brought yep. a new escrow team in that we uh, engaged with uh, uh, Geneva Balsh and uh, Paula, her assistant. There, she's over thirty years of experience. Mm -hmm. Is so that she's at, at which office? My Plano office, at my corporate. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm excited about having them on board. So anyhow, we're rock and rolling, pushing, and how's the new office going? Uh, we are. Uh, we're not. We haven't found the final location yet. So we're, we're still talking about. Uh, secured title of Texas. Correct. And Mark is president over there and they have been expanding, going all over the Metroplex and really cool company. You need to give them a try. Yep. If you haven't yet. Yep. But as the world turns, it always evolves to the interest rate. I know. <laughs> Thus our special guest today. Because yes. I, th I think I was, you know, we all have a tendency to only put our radar on 15 and 30 year. And there's mm -hmm. so much wider range of opportunity of product out there and that's why i wanted Ooh, but to but that stuff's so scary well could it could be if you don't know what you you know yeah, well that, or, that's why you need a professional yeah, because or not scary if you don't know it's there well, right true, so you gotta true. you gotta connect him uh, michael's got a tremendous reputation in this industry he's yep. been over three decades in the business uh helped over ten thousand families five billion dollars in transactional value uh, jessica baldwin is his partner. Mm -hmm. Jessica's been in it 11 years. I think they've partnered together for about nine. Mm -hmm. uh, I particularly um, love the First United Mortgage Group because it dovetails into First United Bank. And we just moved our banking relationship for our escrow accounts over about a year ago oh, that's cool. to First United Bank. So uh, I just continue to be so impressed with the organization. And, uh, and one of the things also I liked about the mortgage side, Michael, is, I assume still so, is they service their own loans, correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
Anyhow, all that being said, I'd just like, let's just jump in. Let's and, do it. And Michael, let's talk a little bit. Just what are you seeing in the financing landscape right now uh, out there in the marketplace? Uh, we're seeing, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of challenges, but you know, things that we can overcome. Um, we've got um, there's a there's a really big push right now. It seems kind of globally. Uh, when I say globally, nationwide, for you know, younger home buyers and first-time home buyers, getting them educated. A lot of them were born into interest rates that they've, you know, never seen above four and five percent. Um, and so, yeah, very, <laughs> very. Uh, and so we're 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 helping them navigate that landscape. Um, the uh, kind of educating people that you don't need as much money down as you think. Um, mortgage interest rates are uh, definitely a little higher, but there's some offsets to that that have been help helpful. For instance, down payment assistance, uh, mortgage insurance costs have dropped tremendously. Um, they followed suit with a lot of the um, new models of um, taking into a lot more factors from a risk standpoint than, than just the normal what's your credit score, how much are you putting down, right? And so... So does that make it a little more difficult to get a loan, it, it, to get it, a mortgage? It doesn't make it more difficult to get one. However, it makes it more valuable to have somebody that really knows these things. So we were talking the other day that back when I started, it was only you know a handful of data points that it took to quote an interest rate and costs for a loan. Right. And now that number of data points has grown, you know, threefold or more. So maybe 10 to 15 different data points that can determine uh, an interest rate and a cost um, that aren't even always borrower specific. Sometimes it's <coughs> property address, census tracts, uh, minority populations, income, things I, like I that. I think everything is getting more complicated. Yes, I think everything's got more data points, more mm -hmm. hoops you've got to jump through. Then when we were doing this thing, especially Mark and I, 25, 30 years ago, it's completely different. Yes. And I think that no matter what industry you're in, you need someone to help you navigate it, whether that's marketing, whether it's mortgage, whether it's title or real estate, to try to jump in and do those things by yourself right now is daunting. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so Mark preaches it all the time. I'm preaching it all the time about marketing, but you need to have... Uh, you know, someone on your team that can guide you through these things and mortgage, especially mm -hmm. with all these youngsters. Now, I've heard that the latest uh, generation, what do they call them now? The alpha? Is it alpha? I, are we back to A? The really young ones? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it, is that it? Yeah. Thanks, Trey. So, yeah, the alpha generation are wanting to buy homes. Uh-huh, uh-huh which their predecessor, the previous generation, they lagged along and didn't buy homes right away. But mm -hmm. this newer newer generation I have read is more interested in out there in more cash flow. They have that cash flow to be able to buy homes now. But uh, like you were saying, you've got to educate them on the whole thing because there's it's so different. It's so complicated, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge deal. I mean, even at home with my children, it's starting to become more and more valuable to teach them about kind of what I do and what mortgages are. And mm -hmm. it sort of to kind of gets the wheels spinning in terms of doing education for people mm -hmm. from a younger age. Mm -hmm. Also, we take for granted some of 
that, that some people know about it and some don't. It's amazing every day how much, how little people know about a mortgage until they're in the the oh, process, right? Absolutely. right? Yeah. And yeah. so um, we really have tried to kind of focus on that a whole lot. Um, and then with the newer generations, um, you know, real estate's such a big deal. It's so valuable. You know, when I look back, I sometimes wish I would have held on to more of the properties that I owned over the years. And I think I'll encourage my children to do the same. Right. Um, it's probably one of the best and safest assets you can invest in um, in, in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, and it's and it's only getting more expensive, unfortunately, mm -hmm. or fortunately, depending on if you're an owner or not. Right. So mm -hmm. that's that's important, I think. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Awesome. What do you uh, what are some of the if you look <clears throat> Once you kind of go through those data points, what are some of the variables where you might have a tendency to look toward more bank product mm -hmm. portfolio than just the standard market of agency 30, 15 or 30? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the bank portfolio is made for the stuff that doesn't fit in the, the box that is the what you call agency or Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, people may have heard of. It's 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 a the loan amount maximum is seven hundred sixty six five fifty in most places. Um, it's got kind of more strict income and asset and and, and documentation standpoint. Um, so we have a portfolio product that really helps a lot with self employed borrowers. Um, it helps with construction loans, land loans, things like that. Things that are a little bit outside of the box, so to speak. Um, so we're seeing that is a valuable tool to help people that you know maybe just started a new business maybe they just sold a business mm -hmm. they've got a lot of assets so there's curious, a lot of things we can do are you seeing more of the self-employed musicians coders people that are in tech that are working for themselves are you seeing more of those kind of people wanting to buy homes so in dallas we see a lot of you know the the gig economy the uber drivers yep. you know they'll they'll We've seen some of those. Um, Dallas is very uh, commercial real estate heavy, and mm -hmm. those those folks tend to have complicated tax returns because every deal is a separate entity for the most part. Oh, wow. So they may have thousands of pages of, of documentation to come at you, mm -hmm. and that's where technology has been really cool. Mm -hmm. When we used to get a, I had a hotel owner pre recently that I did a that I'm doing a loan for, and he owned you know 40, 50 hotels. The tax returns were three or 4,000 pages, normally you just forget about it or <laughs> you'd have to sit down and maybe it would take you two weeks to get yeah. through all of that. Well, now we have an AI engine we pump that, punch that into. Three hours later, we get we get findings back. We might have to tweak some things and whatnot, but it's amazing mm -hmm. how that technology has helped. So that's, that's awesome. huge um, <laughs> that we're using that AI. Now, is that a proprietary system or is that something that's industry it's in the industry, Graham. but I don't know that all lenders have the yeah. ability to use it. The right. other thing that we really, I feel, can do better than almost anybody else on that system is to take the data it gives you. It helps us to get the data and then to go and use the knowledge we have and the experience we have to double check and use the data to make sure the income's accurate. There are so many... Uh, loopholes and, and add backs and things like that. And that's why I think about 30 or 40% of my business is self-employed borrowers um, because oh, wow. we, we can get stuff done that other people just can't. Yeah. Um, and it's all within the guidelines and the rules. It's just, you have to know that stuff really, really well. And, and we I study a lot. A house and I am self-employed and my daughter and her husband are both musicians. So we bought a house together last year and i think we got passed over three times mm -hmm. not passed over because we didn't qualify we had plenty of money there 
but the guys that we're working with didn't know what to do with this. So the first one you know, passed us off to someone else, and that guy sat, and we never heard back from him. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we did get someone who knew how to handle people that were of the gig economy or self-employed. Mm -hmm. And I found that interesting because I think that that has got to be a huge population out there and you just said 30 to 40 percent of your business are self-employed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's, that's right a lot. that's right so tell us about the uh some of the creative products that you've got out there mm -hmm. where a person who doesn't want to do a 30-year mortgage or they don't have 20 percent to put down mm -hmm. what are some creative ways that you can get people into a mortgage so i'll kind of go through some bullet points here the first one is you know, the first time home buyer stuff can is as little as 3% down wow. up to 766,550 on loan amounts. Uh, so that's a big deal. Do they deal. have to have like pristine credit to do a 3% They 3 do down? not, down to a 620 credit score. And then we even have programs down to a 500 credit score for folks that are buying in an area where the, the minority uh, population is over 50%. Okay. That's just good, a, good. for, for helping Give everybody an opportunity. Yes, here. exactly. Good. That's a big deal. Um, and then for folks that can't even come up with the 3% down, there is, Texas is really good about, you know, in uh, down payment assistance programs. Um, they've got a bond program right now that's at six and a half percent on a 30 year fixed. And uh, it is 4% uh, um, down payment assistance. So, so it wow. covers the entire down payment and some closing costs. Um, um, you know, rates and APR are subject to change. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, that's so that's a really helpful. neat program. Mm -hmm. That's one. The other that is a big deal that I think a lot of people don't really realize is there's a new 5% down program <clears throat> that's available for two to four family owner-occupied properties. Meaning if you buy a threeplex and live in one unit, you can rent the other two out and put as little as 5% down. Mm -hmm. And the loan amount limits on those to get a regular good 30-year fixed rate on the four unit properties is well over uh, well over a million and a quarter dollars. So it's it's a huge, huge deal it's for especially, uh, you know, empty nesters or uh, maybe uh, people that have gone through a divorce recently want to stay in an area and make an investment, things like that. So mm -hmm. that's a big deal too. Mm -hmm. And then the other one we're really pushing a lot right now is with the cost of college going up and people, um, you know, out there, I've got a son who's going off to college here in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. He's going to Jacksonville, Florida for college. And um, the ability to, to co-sign on a loan for your child with them on the loan, they don't have to have any income and you can still get them a loan as an owner-occupied property. And so that means that they can go in and put as little as 5% down, buy a place off at the college town they're going to. They're gonna get four years wow. of appreciation out of that. And get their first home, start banking that money. Yes, and then this is something that each individual would need to check with that individual state <clears throat> is that in certain states, by doing so, you may be eligible for in-state tuition to that institution mm -hmm. at that point. Oh. And so it can offset the cost of, of by, you know, by, by a lot or all, depending mm -hmm. on the state. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be state-specific. Um, and that kind of brings me to one last point. We do lend all over the country. We've That's done loans in Alaska. I mean, everywhere. We, okay. we, we do loans all over the country, which is, which is also unique. Mm -hmm. So um, when people are, are 
going off to retire, buying a second home, mm -hmm. or the kids are going off to school. We're doing a lot of that. I just think that's wonderful. It's a really neat deal, and a lot of people don't think about it. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. no, you don't. You don't know if it's cost effective or not, but you know they're going to have to pay rent or. Or mm -hmm. you're going to have to pay for dorms somewhere. Yep. So I think that that's really brilliant that you can absolutely Appreciate do that. that right. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yep, yep. Are you yeah. seeing, Michael, any uh, <clears throat> calls on refinance cash outs or anything current? I mean, obviously, there's a displacement between someone that has a 3% where the market is now. But I keep looking at some, and I'm most, most recently, I'm hearing now about becoming more relevant statistics on uh, potential foreclosures. Mm -hmm side of the equation so there's equity to tap people may need that equity for many other reasons yeah we're, we're starting to see more requests for equity um a lot of times equity if it's depending on the deal uh it's it's you just want to maybe go get a home equity line of credit you know <clears throat> okay. um and because that way you don't lose your first lien interest rate but right. if your first lien is at a hundred thousand dollar balance and it's at a three percent interest rate and you need $400,000 out, then coming into the current environment of a, let's say a six and a half percent interest rate, you're just gonna wanna redo the whole thing because the second lien interest rates are typically tied to prime plus some factors, yeah. they may be at eight and a half to 9%. <laughs> and so that, you know, it just depends on the situation. And this is where the data points and stuff, it makes it more complicated, but it's much better because it's more customized, right? So it's no mm -hmm. longer the days of, calling a bunch of lenders and saying, hey, what's your rate? What's your rate? What's your rate? Well, the, I mean, the rates today are between 3% and 10%. Actually, 3% and 13%, I think I heard of one the other day. And and there's a lot of factors that go into that. And people say, there's no 3% rates anymore. Well, they are. It's just, you may have to pay for it. So right. it's, it's not a game of, you know, it's all about the rate, but what really is the cost of the interest rate mm -hmm. um, and, and what the loan is for. If it's a fix and flip, if it's a purchase that's an right, investment. Right, if it's going to be your home, your long-term exactly. home. Exactly, big time differences. And yeah. then are you seeing anything, uh, or any frequency might be the right word, because I know builders are doing it, uh, just a standard resale contract where the seller is doing a buy-down or something for the borrowing party? Yes, we yeah. are, yes. And okay. so buy-downs come in two forms, right? <clears throat> they come in the form of a permanent buy-down, meaning that you know you pay two or three points to get the rate lower for the whole, whole 15, 20, 30 year term, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Uh, the other that's kind of come back in vogue, it was in vogue t 20 years ago, and it's sort of really come back in vogue since the rates increased so much in 2023, is the temporary buy-down. And what that means is if your rate's six and a half percent, you can basically effectively make a payment at four and a half percent for the first year, five and a half for the <laughs> second year, and then it goes to the six and a half. So it helps people adjust to the move in of getting into that home, getting used to that. It also gives them some cycles in terms of um, some some of the benefits of home ownership, which is gonna be less property, I'm sorry, income tax because mm -hmm. of the property tax write-offs and the interest write-offs. Mm -hmm. So that's hugely helpful. And that's that buy-down is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the other two thing too is the money that goes in for the buy-down, it's a subsidy that gets put into an account so think about it as if your payment's $1,000 and you have this bucket of money sitting there, it might effectively make the payment $800 a month, right? If you refinance or sell before that money is used, it's your money, it comes back to you. So it's not like the buy, so the buy down money is also money you get to keep 
even if you don't keep that loan for that two, three per year period where the rate's lower. That's a really neat deal. Interesting. Hard to picture, and I'm sure it's people on the, on the, on the podcast are probably, how does that work? You know, it's something that we can show you on spreadsheets and things like that. It's, it is harder to explain verbally than right. it is. Some people are visual, but it's a really, it's a really handy tool, mm -hmm. especially for these builders that need to move product and stuff right now. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's a, it's, it could be very, very useful. Uh, but then, the thing that too is the sellers can do this. It doesn't have to be a builder. And that's where some people, right. uh, don't and then the buyer cannot pay for that. Correct. It has to be the other party, the seller, or can the buyer, can a buyer buy down their rate? A buyer can buy down their rate, but there's certain sure. limitations because okay. of um, some of the some of the government regulations on the mortgage industry. So most of the time, the temporary buy down is going to be paid for by a seller, seller. Okay. and the the permanent buy down's going to be paid for by either party. Mm -hmm. for, forgetting all other things, are what what's our environment uh, in the appraisal side? Is that strong? Are we are you having any challenges in the appraised? value versus contract not in dallas fort worth yeah. so i don't know what our audience is here but dallas fort worth we're not seeing that i haven't heard of other parts of the country experiencing that we've got a big presence in texas and oklahoma and we're seeing things moving really well even austin which is having uh, uh some pretty substantial drops from a sales standpoint they're not really seeing a lot of pressure on values yeah. i mean when you look at north texas and if you go read about it, and I know you've listened to guys, I listened to the guy, the CEO of the Dallas Chamber recently, just the growth that potential and what's happening here. If, if this is where rates, like, forget about the interest rate, you know, go, if you want to buy a house right now, buy it because the, buy it's it. going to be more expensive. And there's this cliche that's kind of been going around. I don't love it, but it's, it, it works, right? It's marry the, what is it? Date the rate and marry the house. Right. So that's kind of a, because the refinance <laughs> opportunities. And so us as a lender and a lot of lenders out there are offering uh, basically fee-free or low cost refinance options um, for the first two or three years after somebody uses Close us for a mortgage. Okay. Um, title insurance is still required in Texas, yep. there's, but there's huge discounts on that. Right. And, 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 and sometimes usually you don't have to get another appraisal mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. And guys, I think that you need to reach out to Michael. I'm going to give you his phone number. Tell me if this was the correct one, 214-500. Mm -hmm. Okay. 214-500-1358. I'm going to say that again, 214-500-1358. And that will connect you to his team to get more information about these rates and all these products. And I mean, I'm blown away at the creativity and how it's making it easier for everybody across the board <clears throat> to be a homeowner. And, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm all about. I think yep. that's, that's beautiful. Makes it harder to be a lender, but that's okay. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of extras out there right now. Right. And so um, it's been, it's something that's real, we're really excited about, yeah. you know, the opportunities and uh, we try not to shy away from what's happening. We just lean into it. We Good. got through 23 and let's go. Let's go 24. Let's kick it in gear, right? Well, you got a great institution behind you as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think First United is somewhere around 16 billion, I believe. Yep, privately category. owned, 16 yeah. billion. Uh, we not, service around 15,000 loans currently out of our uh, kind of our regional headquarters in Plano. Okay. 
across from where you're officing right now. Um, and so that's a, that's a, that's a really big deal. Right. And I love their theme. They have a theme of uh, spend life wisely. Yes. And mm -hmm. they focus mm -hmm. on faith, uh, financial well-being, health and personal growth. So that's they really right. just have a really unique culture and uh, leader starting with Greg all the way down is just mm -hmm. really focused about the consumer. And what I love about it too, even when I sit and talk with realtors that we're doing business with, or always ask them, do you have a banking Mm -hmm. contact within the mortgage industry because there's different categories oh, and they don't understand that side of it but there can be so much more that you can bring to a consumer mm -hmm. absolutely on that mortgage loan with mm -hmm. their business side their banking side things of that nature to make mm -hmm. it a really nice fit mm -hmm. all absolutely. the way around so great yes. organization no that's awesome uh, on the marketing side you know as many products and data points that there is in mortgage you know times 100 in marketing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's insane right now. And there are five major marketing challenges that I told you I was gonna share with you today. <coughs> and those are, uh, number one, the saturation of advertising channels. I mean, anywhere you're advertising today, you've gotta get through the noise. It's completely saturated. Your competition and their competition and their competition they're all advertising now. Number two, standing out in a crowded digital space. Mm -hmm. Huge challenge. You are, you know, we are in the Milky Way. We are dots in the Milky Way. There is so much out there. So how do you do that? Number three, the algorithms that are changing on social media. And how do you handle that? What do you do? Did you even know they've changed? Have you looked at your page in a while to see that all of the views and likes have plummeted from just last year, mm -hmm. huge. Um, number four, balancing traditional and digital marketing. So it's just like in any industry, we wanna embrace the digital, the data points, the, uh, the whole new tech thing, but we also cannot throw away some of our traditional methods that have always worked for us, same way in marketing. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing being the uh, privacy concerns that are being uh, more and more pushed out front today. So if you are a company, a realtor, large enough where you are utilizing your customer's private information, you better be careful about that. So there are a way to overcome all these challenges. And uh, I wrote an article yesterday and posted it on the blog, Sandy Hibbard Creative blog. So go to that and just search navigating marketing challenges. And I've got a downloadable PDF guide that you can use that goes through what you can do. Uh, investing in quality content, personalizing your marketing. Guys, if you have not personalized your marketing yet, what are you waiting on? You know, you've got to get out there. You've got to be a presence. And most of my clients, they just turn their nose up at that. They don't want to do that. They don't mm -hmm. want to be personal on Instagram. They don't want to be personal on Facebook. But if you need that for your marketing, too bad, you gotta do it, all right? Uh, building strong relationships, uh, you know, the generic thing is a no-go. Uh, having your Facebook uh, inquiries and your Instagram inquiries being handled by an autobot is stupid. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna say it, it's stupid. You need to have someone on your team every single day on your websites, on your social media sites to know what's going on and who's reaching out. And they've got to be answered quickly and authentically, personally. 
from someone from your team. That's huge, I think, building the relationships. And then embracing emerging technologies. You know, AI is in town, boys, and we got to figure out how we're going to use it and not be afraid of it. So, you know, it, it's that's one of the challenges we have to reach out. And then as my buddy here is always preaching, you've got to stay informed. If you're not informed about marketing and what the landscape looks like this year, because it is completely different from what it was in July of last year. Uh, the algorithms change, the, the landscape changes. So how are you gonna navigate these challenges? So that's what I want to address with you in my guide. So just go to my website and download the Navigating Marketing Challenges. And if you need some help, um, I'm here to help. So just reach out to me and let me help with your marketing. And that's all I got on that guide. All right. So that, it's a wrap, and I want to just go to you and let you know, Michael, that we're going to ask you for three takeaways real quick. I'm going to let Mark go first okay. so that you can think about it. But, Mark, give me three takeaways from today's show. Well, <clears> the <throat> first one, which I obviously strongly believe in, is, is find a, a lender that has the reach into the portfolio side oh, heck of Michael's yeah. group and uh, with the uh, First United Mortgage, uh, for one. So I'm a strong believer that there's so many other opportunities of product out there mm -hmm. that, the, that the realtors just People are have no idea. thinking about. Yeah. It, even to the consumer. Uh, secondly, you know, I, I just love this theme: spend life wisely. I love that. And uh, really shore up yourself on your financial condition, your your health, your every all those things that are just balance of life. The older I've gotten, the more I understand the beautiful beauty and the importance of balance absolutely uh, mm -hmm. across the platform and doing it now right. sooner rather than right. later and then a, the, the last one which i probably mm -hmm. lean to because i'm as old as i am but experience matters mm -hmm. <laughs> and i really do believe that in yeah. today's world we have so many we've got a lot of bright uh young professionals in this business mm -hmm. but nothing takes the place of the experience if you've been out here grinding as we have for over 30 years my case <laughs> is almost 50 you just have a perspective of business and the way to get deals done from your historical experiences mm -hmm. that others may not be able to reach into that. And mm -hmm. some of that just becomes instinctual. Mm -hmm. When you begin to talk to a bar, yes. Michael, you know. Because it's knowledge. Yeah, it's knowledge. Yeah. You, you kind of all <laughs> instinctively know where to go in your questioning yeah. and things because yeah. you begin to formulate. And we do the same thing on our side. We see something, we're getting files transferred to us from other companies because they can't figure out how to get the deal done. Mm -hmm. It's not that complicated, but you gotta have the experience yeah. to lean back on. So those are my three. Nothing better than a dull, old expert. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll add a little humor. Don't be chance. going for that shiny, bright thing. Go for that dull, old thing. They're the ones yeah. that's gonna get you through. Right. I could throw a good dad joke maybe out there sometimes. Um, yeah, I agree on the expertise is huge. Um, I love working with the young uh, folks, the young guys and girls that that work on my team. They've got some really cool things that they're doing that we just don't know about yet, you mm -hmm. know, in terms of the social media and, and, and some of the ways that they're driving business. But at the same time, once they have a deal, there's, uh, I love to be able to go in and help them figure that thing out and figure out how to make it work. Cause that is where the experience comes in. There's yeah. just no replacing that. I mean, I still call guys that have been around you know, I think I've asked Mark a title company question recently on some title issues because they come up and it's just, I mean, unless you, you know about it, you mm -hmm. know, you just, uh, and have experienced it. And, and, and trust me, the, 
the bad experiences really stick with you so mm -hmm. you don't make them again. And so mm -hmm. that's where that, that, that history of knowledge comes in. Um, I think the, um, let me think about, see another takeaway here would be, um, own real estate. I think uh, it's a really, really good investment. I think it's it's a smart investment. Um, I think that simply learning from the internet kind of goes back to point one, right? Is not the way to go. So make yourself a little board of directors, find people that can mentor you, get a really good real estate agent, yes. get a good title company, get a good lender. That's your team. That's who can help you figure this stuff out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there's a lot of value in that. And I said, especially, like I said, in the Dallas Fort Worth market, the North Texas market, especially, um, you know, find those opportunities and stick with them. Um, the, the last one I would think would be, that's really important is to just understand that, um, everything's not a one size fits all anymore. The world is changing. I think I heard Wendy's the other day is going to start doing They've got a new experiment they're doing that's yeah. pricing based on times of day, like Uber pricing, yeah. you what? know, volume. Yep. Yes, yes. So I don't, I'm not saying that's happening in the mortgage world, but what it what it points to is just the fact that with all of the information we have now, with the AI, which is almost intelligent, I don't think it's artificial intelligence yet, but almost intelligent, there things are changing rapidly. And, and so us being with a big organization, constantly being educated and things like that, that, that that's something that's huge in, in everything, not just real estate and mortgage, but that, I mean, you, you almost can't keep up with the changes. I mean, certainly a consumer cannot if no. they don't do it every day. No. So that's why, There's again, no back to point number one, expertise. You've mm -hmm. got to have somebody that's an expert today and also wants to be maintain and be an expert still tomorrow. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. and then the last thing I've said for, 30 years almost now is, you know, our goal when people come in, we know people have a perspective and a, and a history of what mortgage lenders are. And our goal is kind of to change the perspective of what that looks like kind of one loan at a time. Mm -hmm. So, um, unfortunately there's some, some bad, you know, some bad experiences in the past if yep. you go look at the history. Um, but you know, our goal is to, to do this with honesty, integrity, uh, a lot of, uh, education and, and, and try to help, you know, uh, guide people from a financial perspective, mm -hmm. not just from a transaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Those are good. Those Excellent. are good. My three takeaways, real fast. Number one, piggybacking on everything you guys have said, is you don't know what you don't know. So knowledge is key here, but you don't have to have all the knowledge. So don't be afraid. You know, you reach out to Michael, reach out to Mark, reach out to me, reach out to whoever else might be on your team to get the knowledge piece that's missing. Uh, hugely important. Number two, get a house, buy a house. It's so easy these days. And I'm not saying it's easy, but it's easier, as Michael has said, through all the different programs, the creative financing, and it's not the dangerous creative financing right. we saw no. back in 2008, <laughs> okay? No. This is, we've <laughs> lived and learned right mm -hmm. and so you get with a professional like michael and mark and they are able to guide you through a way to own a home i think that is second biggest point third thing you're doing your marketing you need help marketing is uh, daunting and challenging for marketing professionals much less someone who just started a new business or a realtor who's just starting out just because you know how to get around and make posts and videos on TikTok and Instagram does not make you 
a marketing professional. And I think that to be able to have someone that you can reach out to and have a second head, if you will, to talk about your marketing, to plan your strategies, and to help you get your message out is huge. So I want to say that. So three things, know what you're doing, get a house, and get some help with your marketing. And with that, we are going to see you next month, March 22nd. We'll wow. be streaming live at 2.30 right here on The Insiders. There we go. Real estate marketing. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Ciao.